What's up, guys? Welcome. Coming to you live from Los Angeles, California. Your host, David Chandra. Thanks for tuning in. We have a great episode ahead of us. A new guest, a first-year podiatry student at Kent State College of Podiatric Medicine. I'll tell you a little bit more about her and how I got to know about her and how she kind of fits into this whole podcast scenario. But Yara, introduce yourself to the listeners. Hi, everybody. My name is Yara Karam. I'm a first-year podiatry student at Kent State. Um, and I love it. All right. Okay. So it's a pleasure to have you on. It's nice that you can join us and tell us a little bit about what you've been doing this past month of quarantine. I know classes kind of went online and you had to deal with that and you had exams online and everything like that. So share with us a little bit about that experience and how that kind of uh, change in the lifestyle affected you. Um, Well, as a first-year student, um, it's pretty evident that I'm a first-year, so I'm kind (laughs) of learning how everything goes. Yeah. Uh, So having this whole COVID thing happen in the midst of a semester, knowing it's our toughest semester, was really challenging. Um, Just kind of like having to pick up and just do everything from home, being taken away from our classmates and, you know, lab, that was a really, really important thing, Um, you know, because as finally we got to learning such an important part in our career we just kind of had to do that remotely yeah which yeah a big struggle so um but so far i like it you know it's very challenging but it's definitely doable yeah uh, so yeah yeah first off congrats on finishing first year you're done with your exams and you're done with everything that entailed in your hardest semester so congrats again on that Thank you. Yeah. Almost done. Almost, um, almost done with first year. Yeah, you guys still, still have the first semester. Yeah, the summer. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I know you're from Toledo, Ohio. So tell us a little bit about your past, uh, where you went to undergrad, what your major was, and how you got into the field of podiatry. Um, so I'm originally from Toledo, Ohio, which is west of Cleveland. Um, so I'm happy to be in the same home state. Uh, I went to the University of Toledo for undergrad. I majored in exercise science and pre-medical sciences. Okay. Um, after I completed that, I moved to Detroit, Michigan. Shout out Detroit. <laughs> Yeah, shout out Detroit. I loved it there. I did my master's in kinesiology at Wayne State University. Okay. So loved it. Um, you know, and I actually stumbled upon podiatry while working at a physical therapy clinic. Okay. Um, as weird as that sounds, a lot of people thought I was going to do PT or maybe just like get my PhD in kinesiology, but um, I found a lot of enjoyment working with the patients that would come in for foot ankle problems. Yeah. Uh, I just thought it was so interesting how such a small area takes on such a big toll. Yeah. Uh, I had friends in the field and I kind of asked them for advice and, you know, on a whim, I just kind of replied and that's how I got here. And yeah. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. I'm very grateful for the opportunity. Yeah, far. for sure. And, so you told me a little bit about how you did exercise science and then you went to kinesiology when you studied in uh, Detroit. So mm-hmm. you did a lot of motion science, like movement and understanding like the biomechanics to the body as a whole and specifically, like you said, the foot and ankle. So you guys also will be going into that in your second year 
of you know school when you get into biomechanics of the foot and ankle. So tell us a little bit about that experience and how that kind of shaped you into becoming a physician or why you liked working with patients and how that kind of triggered you into going into uh, a field in medicine. Um, honestly, like thinking back to when I was working with patients and, you know, learning a lot about biomechanics in general, because um, I've taken it at an undergrad level and a master's level, um, something as simple as like gait mechanics, you know, you never really think about how you're walking, especially yeah. if like nothing's wrong with you, yeah. you know, that you don't sprain your ankle or you fracture anything in your foot. You're not going to think like, oh yeah, I'm walking just fine. But in reality, gait mechanics goes a long way because, you know, something could be off in your foot or the way you're walking could be totally off and it like offsets your whole body. Yeah. Um, causing more problems and, you know, you never really figure out what the deal is until you find out that it's actually coming from how you walk. So, yeah. um, I think something as little as that really like took a toll and I enjoyed it a lot. So, you know, working on something like that in the future would be great. So definitely. And, uh, so for you listeners, a couple of things that could be different in gate mechanics, you know, a lot of people can be flat footed where their arches are collapsed. And, you know, they have difficulty walking and their gait kind of changes depending on their foot type. So flat foot is one. And then another one that you learn about later on is cavus foot, which is more of a high arched foot where it's kind of similar to how it would look if you're wearing like high heels. You know, you have a high arch and that also affects the way you walk and causes different muscular problems, different uh, structural problems, just like flat foot does. So these are some things that we as podiatrists look into, especially when we do reconstruction of the foot and we do flat foot reconstruction. And that's a big uh, area of our expertise in treating patients who deal with those issues and deal with those problems. So you kind of already know a little bit about the biomechanics and you know how to analyze a gait cycle of some, how someone walks. So tell us a little bit about what you learned in first year and the classes that kind of stuck out to you, the classes that you enjoyed doing, or the classes that you might not have particularly liked. Um, honestly, so far, what I really enjoyed the first year, I mean, I know I still have another semester in the yeah. summer, which I know I'm probably going to like a lot. <laughs> yeah. about it. Um, but so far, I actually enjoyed lower anatomy. Okay. Um, only because I know this is going to be my career the rest of my life and learning a lot of the clinical problems, um, I was able to kind of relate back to that thinking like, Hey, like I remember having a patient back in the day with this condition. Yeah. You know? Um, so like you were saying like gate mechanics and all these different types of issues that people can have, but like walking on the balls of your feet or not, you know, practicing proper heel strike and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. It was like nice to hear something familiar. Yeah. Um, Cause besides that, like, you know, I've taken biochem before I've taken physio, uh, I've taken regular gross anatomy in the few, like in the, back in the past. So like doing it now was, you know, similar in a challenging way. But yeah. um, I think that so far has really stuck out at me. Um, also micro, yeah. I've never taken micro or immunology back in undergrad. Um, because primarily I wasn't a bio major, so it wasn't required for me. Um, so learning about that 
And it's so crazy because you think about like all these people like, growing up like in high school saying, oh, like, you know, I had mono or whatever. And you just like hear these names, but you don't necessarily like understand why it happens or where it happens. And yeah what can happen from it. So that was a really interesting class, but um, I'm really looking forward to the summer. Um, I know we're going to be taking biomechanics, so it's going to be to take that. Your bread and butter. Yeah, my bread and butter, but with more of a focus. You know, the biomechanics that I used to take in, like, you know, I've learned gate mechanics and whatnot um, in a clinical aspect as well as in school, but... um, learning something besides like throwing mechanics yeah you know will be interesting being more specified also i hear we're taking rehab medicine yeah so that will be fun because i miss my days working in pt so yeah definitely yeah Yeah. so those are like she mentioned like yara mentioned a couple of the classes that you take as a first year in your summer semester at kent is rehab medicine you take biomechanics you take lower extremity diagnosis and uh, uh, yeah, so those are the classes that you pretty much take in the summer. It's a shorter and a smaller co- course load, but it's something that you're more hands-on and you start learning exactly uh, what the foot and ankle entail. So to kind of go back on your story about how you stumbled upon podiatry, I know you mentioned to me when we first met that you used to shadow a podiatrist, Dr. Rodenheiser, in uh, mm-hmm. St. John Main Hospital in Detroit. So yeah. tell us a little bit about that experience and how he shaped your viewpoint on podiatry and how he kind of influenced you to go into this field. Um, honestly, I stumbled upon Dr. Rodenizer just by chance. Yeah. Um, I was thinking about doing podiatry. Like I said, I've asked friends, you know, I had different friends shadow different podiatrists in Michigan. Um, so I decided to go online and, you know, through the mentorship that the podiatry network does um i was just like looking at podiatrists that practiced with like sports medicine and all that stuff so i stumbled upon dr rodenizer i was like okay you know he does surgery does sports medicine like let me just get in contact with him and um honestly it was the best month ever yeah uh, you know the way he carries himself with his patients um, it's so effortless, um, and I just like love that. You know, he just knows knows his stuff, and every patient that would walk in was completely different. And you know, being able to diagnose them or coming up with a treatment so quickly was honestly amazing. Um, in addition to that, you know, he plays such a big role in the podiatry world. Um, so he's on the board of accreditation. Mm-hmm. So he was able to give me insight from each school without me having to go to okay. each school. Yeah. Um, because I know some people don't have the opportunity to, you know, go out and shadow, especially with the schools being so spread out far apart or, you know, being able to actually have an interview there. So that was also really nice. Um, definitely. So I definitely applaud him for you know, helping me choose this field. Yeah. And, um, I hope to work with him again in the future. Definitely. Yeah. And I've heard yeah. great things about Dr. Odenheiser from you and from others, because I was actually supposed to go and uh, extern at uh, St. John Maine in Detroit in this month, actually in May, but because of this whole COVID situation, it got canceled, but hopefully I'll get a chance later on to kind of 
see what the program is all about and see what Dr. Odenheiser is all about. So tell us one piece of advice that you would give to students that are incoming, trying to decide whether to go into the field of podiatry or just any field in medicine. And specifically for first years, what you would advise them how to study or how to prepare, like a, something that you think you've learned that you can pass down to the future students come up and coming. Um, for anybody who's interested in possibly doing podiatry or has heard of podiatry, I would definitely shadow, you know, make sure that you are okay with working in such a specific field, but um, I don't think it limits you, really. I mean, I know you're working with foot and ankle only in the future, but to think about it, you know, you're able to work in other aspects like sports medicine or with geriatrics or pediatrics and all that stuff. Um, and then my advice to first year students, um, it's definitely doable, but I want to elaborate on the word doable um, yeah. because I was definitely told that a lot when I was, <laughs> you know, yeah. shadowing, interviewing and listening to other students above me. Yeah. You know, people would always talk about all this free time that they had and like, oh, it's just no big deal. It's definitely not easy. You know, it's podiatric medical school, which doesn't take away from the fact that it's not an MD or a DO program. Um, I think it's just as rigorous, especially in your preclinical years. So yeah. treat it as such. Um, but when you find out that you treat it as such, you will have extra time um, to do things that you like to do. Um, so stay focused, you know, study throughout the day. But you'll definitely have that extra time to do what you like. You know, it doesn't consume all of your time, but it, it definitely will consume most of it. Yeah. Um, so that's my advice. So don't take it lightly, really. It's my, my insight. Yeah, definitely. And that's something that everyone should keep in mind wherever they're at in their journey into podiatry school or medical school in general. It's important to not take it lightly, not take it too easy and have that proper balance, like you said, where if you're doing what you need to do in class, you're also able to spend time outside and have some sanity and some normalness in your life outside of school. And a lot of times it's hard as a first year to balance that and have that transition coming in from undergrad or wherever you were before into such a rigorous course load. So, and also, like you mentioned, it we do take a lot of big classes and very important classes, very similar to what MDs and DOs take as well too, like genetics, uh, biochemistry, physiology, lower anatomy, gross anatomy, and um, microbiology, immunology. So all these classes that we take, we see even in normal medical school, we also do in podiatry school. So at, you know, it, it, we need to put the time, we need to put the effort and we need to do everything we can to get through and yeah. pass and find success in any which way possible. So thank you for sharing a little bit of advice and your experience from first year. So what is one thing you're looking forward to before you go into your summer semester, your second year, and transitioning into your clinical exposure later on? You know, like, that's what we end up wanting to do. Like, all this book work is important. It lays a foundation for us. But what's one thing that you're kind of looking forward to as you kind of go into more of specializing into the foot and ankle now that you're going to go into biomechanics you're going to go into podiatric surgery and all these different classes so share with us one thing you're looking forward to one thing i'm looking forward to uh let's see i want to say really like applying my knowledge 
um, later on in the future. So absorbing what I can from these classes that are coming up that are so critical um, and actually being able to apply concepts in real life, you know, yeah. sounds sounds pretty fair to me yeah, yeah. definitely yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah i mean that's the biggest thing right like uh, learning what we learn and applying it when we go out and we're doing our own things so that's the most important thing as well being able to transition from the books into the patient aspect of it and you have a background in working with patients so i'm sure you will find it very easy once you make that transition into the clinical world of things so yes. kind of going from the academic portion into the things that you do outside of school. I know you cook a lot. I know you mm-hmm. are out and about a lot. You like to explore different places. You live out in Beachwood, Ohio. And I have a story to share with all of you. So when I was starting this podcast, I was like, okay, you know, I need to think of ideas for the title. So the first person I actually reached out to was Yara. And she actually mentioned to me about, the idea being a good idea and something that other students have done in different routes of medicine and not really in podiatry. So it was the first encouragement that I got, but the title, all the props goes to her sole purpose. She gave me a list of different names, footnote. I forgot the others, but footnote and sole purpose were the two main ones that kind of stuck out to me. And then I ended up deciding on sole purpose because it just fit the pun that was there within the title and, you know, all of us are trying to figure out our purpose and everything like that. So tell us a little bit about all the things that you do outside of school that kind of help you go through life, everyday life, and what you've enjoyed thus far about Cleveland, Ohio. I know it's nothing amazing or compared to like the other big cities that we know of, but tell us a little bit about your life outside of school. Um, well, I love living in Beachwood. Um, for anybody that's familiar with the area, we have a lot of cool like spots they're really super modern like Pinecrest, Eaton Mall, um, Shaker Heights is honestly right down the street from me so the Van Aken district um, things like that make me feel like okay like I'm okay living out on my own in a city that I wasn't necessarily fond of in yeah. the beginning <laughs> yeah. you know it's, it's kind of crazy to up and move within a year um, to a whole nother city, but places like that, honestly, are great. Cause like, I still can hang out in coffee shops, which is where I like to study. Yeah. Um, you know, enjoy my pool at my complex, but most important thing is that I have lifetime fitness right next to me <laughs> yeah. and I'm a regular there. <laughs> so I literally have to work out every day to keep myself sane. Yeah. Uh, that's just like what I enjoy to do. Yeah definitely my favorite pastime um i do enjoy playing tennis as well but i haven't really found anybody who can play tennis <laughs> out here yet so yeah and so i do I, I enjoy that as well definitely yeah and i know you're just about to go into your reservation at condado tacos which is a great place to eat and that's also is that's in pinecrest right Yes, that's yeah. Pinecrest. Yeah, Pinecrest. And then, so yeah, for those of you who might be looking into come to Kent, coming to Kent State, these are some uh, places you can check out. These are east of Cleveland, downtown Cleveland, but there's also a place called Barrio Tacos, uh, which is in downtown Cleveland and also in Tremont, Cleveland. So this is just us endorsing the city of Cleveland and kind of uh, giving you some ins and outs about the city and uh, what's nearby in uh ohio or in cleveland sorry for that matter so 
tell one thing that you would want a prospective student to know about your lifestyle in this past year and one thing that you would want them to remember going forward and whatever decision they make? I think my lifestyle hasn't necessarily changed from what I'm used to. Yeah. Um, I think I tried finding a place to live um, surrounding areas um, to maintain that so that I don't feel any different being alone in a, another huge city. Yeah. Um, you know, far from my family. Um and honestly, any decision-making in the future, especially as a first-year student, uh, always put yourself first, you know? You know, you have to study. You know, you have to get your stuff done. So just get your work done. And then all the leisure comes in after. Definitely. You know? yeah. Say, grind now, shine later. That's <laughs> all you got to do. All right. There, there's your one piece of, uh, there's your quote right there for all the listeners to uh, take note. But yeah, thank you for sharing your journey a little bit with us and why you chose the field of podiatry and how your first year went. And I wish you nothing but the best going forward into your summer semester. Um, I'm sure, I mean, we I saw you a lot in the library uh, when I was still on campus. So hoping to see you guys again in July, probably when I'm back in Cleveland and when you guys are hopefully around as well too. So yeah, yeah I mean, who knows, maybe down the road you can come back on this podcast and, you know, start giving us more information once you get further down in your life in podiatry as well. So now is like now is what I like to call the rapid fire question session. So are you ready for this? I'm ready. All right. What's your favorite bone in the foot? The talus. The talus. OK. And I know you mentioned to me, don't ask me why. So I'm not going to ask you why. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, the, it's, you know, main part of the ankle joint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Main part of the ankle joint. All right. What's your favorite muscle in the foot? Uh, favorite muscle, gastroc, for sure. So tell, I know. Because, uh, uh, so, you know, it's, it's a pretty strong muscle, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I personally have gone through my fair share of ankle fractures, ankle sprains, all that good stuff. Yeah. Working in PT, I actually became a patient myself. Okay. And that's probably the one muscle I needed to get released in order to have good ankle mobility. So okay, there you go. You it got. It's interesting to learn about it. So yeah, firsthand experience, right? Firsthand experience. <laughs> got it. <laughs> yeah. So now I'd like to ask you if there was one place you'd like to visit right now, if COVID wasn't messing everything up, where would that one place be? It could be in the okay. U.S. or it could be overseas as well, too. Oh, South Beach, Miami. South Beach, 100%. Miami. I had to cancel my, uh, my spring break, so that's where I'm going <laughs> Yeah, South, South Beach is the move for sure. Um, yeah. All right, last but not least, I like I mentioned earlier, you like to cook a lot, and I know that because I've tasted a little bit of your uh, taco cooking, but oh, yeah. tell us one thing that you like to make in your free time. Fajitas, 100%. Fajitas, okay. Can, uh, can I get a taste of that when I'm back in Cleveland? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> all right, for sure. Well, thanks for <laughs> thanks for coming on and uh, taking your time to talk with me and talk to the listeners about who you are. And any last words before we wrap up this episode? No, not at all. Well, good all right. luck to uh, the listeners, whether they already be in podiatry or whether they're applying. Yeah. And uh, good luck to you, <laughs> all you right. know, with all your externships. So. 
Thanks, thanks. Yeah. Well, thank you, listeners, for tuning in. It's been a great episode. I've enjoyed it. It's always nice catching up with uh, friends of yours that are younger, that are going through classes and going through that struggle that you went through a few years ago, too. But it's nice to hear from them. Hope you learned from uh, Yara as well. Catch us on Instagram at soulpurpose 20 Follow us. Give Yara a shout-out, too, and follow her on Instagram. Forgot her ha- handle. What's your handle? Yara Icarum. All right, there you go. You heard it from her. So follow her on Instagram, and hopefully she'll give you a follow back, and we'll talk to you guys later. See you guys. Bye.